Welcome to another All Business Podcast. This is Ted Schubel. Thank you for bringing us up on your phone or computer or wherever you're listening. This is where we talk with area business owners, the people that make the region work. When we come back, we're all business. The All Business Podcast is supported by Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Most folks who work here love living here, and that makes a difference. At Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com, they're proud to work the hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com makes it easy to post a job and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. And if you're looking for a good local job, search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at Richmond to DC HelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. Didi Lucky at Liberty Town Arts is is here and Didi when I planned on restarting the uh, the all business podcast after the general assembly I thought I'll come over here and we'll talk about pottery and throwing uh, pottery in kilns and things like that. Nobody cares about that right now. What the world has changed in a week. Yeah, welcome to being a small business owner. This is kind of a, a macrocosm of what we deal with every day, which is that there are circumstances outside of our control consistently that we always have to be ready to adapt to. Um, and so this is I, this is like, I feel like this is a huge opportunity for us as small business owners to take care of not only our businesses and understand how our businesses work, but also take care of the community and understand our impacts on the community. Um, so yeah, we're kind of coming at it from that perspective because I refuse to be a pessimist about anything for good or for bad. I'm glad to hear you say that though, because I wondered, and in in talking to some businesses over the weekend, I got the same feeling that, yeah, things are slowing down, but we've got some ideas and we can do this. Yeah, I think the, so I think the whole thing right now is to really pay attention to what the CDC and the World Health Organization are saying, which is social distancing, right? So that's the big one. And a lot of our business models downtown are not conducive to ready-made social distancing, right? So we're all having to kind of, what, what I call, call an audible and all of this, right? I always teach my, my art students at some point in a project, something's going to fail and you're going to have to call an audible and change the way you're doing things and change how you're, you're getting things done. Um, so right now, that's kind of what we're doing. We have right now postponed all of our group classes that were larger than you know, like six people so that we could allow for social distancing in those classes. We have some that are still ongoing because it was able, we were able to space them apart really easily. Um, but that means these, a lot of the kids who are off school aren't having their clay classes either. So we're trying to come up with what creative ways to like get clay and products and videos to those kids so that they can have something to do creatively while they're out. Um, we're going to be doing some really cool free videos here, um, in the studio for people who want to watch people make their art who might not feel comfortable coming out of their houses or might be quarantining themselves right now so they don't infect other people. Um, you know, we're trying to come up with interesting ways of, of dealing with it. We're putting up a whole online store for our gallery show, which we never do because yeah. we always want to encourage people to come in. Now we're trying to encourage people not <laughs> to go. Away. I know it's, it's sort of the antithesis of business, right? Like everything we're doing is encouraging you not to come into yeah. our stores, which is, it's like, it's like going against the grain so hard, but I feel like it's so crucially important as a business owner and you know, a, a business owner who owns a business that's been around for, I think, what, 17 years this year, 16, 17 years, to kind of take that step to say, it is really important that we put community before dollars in it, as much as we can, right? It is really difficult to make that choice. Um, I'm personally 
going to try to pay my employees no matter what happens in all this you know whether they're out sick whether we have to close our doors because of you know state order Mm -hmm. whatever we have to do um so trying to maintain a good cash flow to be able to do that for everybody is the challenge right now right so it restaurants i think are doing everything they can to make this work coffee shops are doing everything they can um and we're all just trying to work as hard as possible to make it easy for people to maintain that social distancing but it is incredibly hard because it, it's uh, antithetical to the idea of of profit you know to say don't come into my space right that's everything you're trying to do as a business owner is literally the exact opposite so it is incredibly difficult and i don't fault anybody who's really struggling with that right now any of the business owners that are absolutely struggling with it i feel them i hear them i get it um but we all kind of we're all in this together and we all have to kind of work together as a community and i think those of us as consumers have to not be so We've got to take care and, and be as safe as we can, but don't forget about the Liberty Towns, about the restaurants, and whether it's gift cards or whatever, do do something to try to you know get them some money. Yeah. So a friend of mine the other day asked me for a list, and I said the first and foremost is patience with us because a lot of us, like I said, we're mm-hmm. we're changing a lot about how we operate very quickly. So some of our systems aren't going to work very well. Um, that's because a lot a lot of times we beta test stuff for a long time yeah. before we put out to public. Like right now, a lot of people I just see them like throwing out like call me on the phone to order something or like email this person to to order you know to order something. That's a hard thing to do, right? Sometimes that's not always the best system. So patience is always first. Hand washing is second. Uh, don't come into the store if you're sick. That's uh, that's third. Uh, fourth is if you really want to support us monetarily, like you said, gift cards, um, gift certificates, uh, purchasing of memberships if they exist for places. If you haven't become a member of some place and you've always been meaning to, online purchasing with either in-store pickup or shipping. Um, those are always good ways to support people, restaurants and stores. You know, a lot of stores will, will allow you to order something over the phone, give them the credit card, and they can even hold it for you until after all this passes so that you don't even have to worry about it. Okay. Um, you know, I would say those are great ways to monetarily help people. But I think in general, you know, I think just making sure that if you are sick, if you don't feel well, that you keep yourself distanced from everybody for the duration. Um, and that's why we're trying to come up with ways to entertain people and kind of give them something to do. Because I know the beauty of Fredericksburg is that people really love getting out of their houses and going downtown and seeing all the sites. And so we're trying to come up with creative solutions to help people still have that connection to downtown and still have the connection to us while they are locked in their homes with their with their <laughs> blinds drawn yeah well like you say staying healthy is not you you small businesses you can't afford you you can't literally afford but but what do you do if three or four people all of a sudden at liberty town or you know people that you're any of these businesses you have several people get sick how do you how do you stay open well, I mean, really what it comes down to is that we're trying to actually sequester our staff a little bit. So like, you know, um, I have a couple employees here that I make sure that I'm never here when they're here. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, so if one of us goes down, 
if one of us gets sick, yeah. the other one doesn't get sick. It's not perfect, but it's the, it's a system that we have right now. Um, you know, Ken and I fill in for a lot of shifts. Like we have one person who has the flu, legit flu, not, not COVID-19, yeah. <laughs> legit flu has been tested. Um, and so we're covering her shifts this week, right? So that is, you know, something we do on a regular basis. And that's because we, you know, pay them sick leave, right? So we're paying our employees sick leave and that's one of the ways we're keeping them out of here. And one of our goals in this whole thing is to not stop paying people as best we can. Like that is a le- like a real goal that we have. Um, how possible that's going to be it d- determines on how long this is and how right. much community support we get through this. But we want to make sure that nobody ends up on the other side of this, um, you know, any more financially, uh, in a, more of a financial hardship than they absolutely have to be. I like that idea, though, of not having people around each other. I mean, that, that, that's, you know, you talk about that. I mean, the government does that kind of thing of not having, you know, the president and the vice president in the same place for at certain times. Mm-hmm. That's the same kind of thing. I like that idea, though, to, to keep your, to, you know, to keep people healthy. It, you know, it, it is more or less practical in certain circumstances. Sure. I mean, the big problem is um, one of the employees is our, our gallery manager, Crystal. And so she and I do a lot of texting these days. Um, we used to have a lot of in-person conversations. It's moved to a lot of texting. But we'll be interacting tomorrow because we're setting up some some video programs. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, there's a little bit of fear there of not touching, standing far apart from each other, doing lots and lots of hand sanitizer and hand washing. You know, we're really trying to be um, really mindful of the contact that we have with everybody here and how we all interact with one another. I think it's it's kind of interesting how much awareness this has brought to how much your existence can affect the rest of society, right? Like it's all butterfly wings. Each one of us has the ability to affect each other in in multitudes of ways, right? Not only just in the, the idea of like infecting them, but we can all be kinder to each other. We can all be a little bit more understanding to each other's situations. And I think this is bringing realization to the fact that so many employees of so many of these businesses rely so heavily on the money that they're getting day to day on an hourly wage. Um, and that's my chief concern in all this is making sure at the end of the day, when all the, the dust settles, not only do we have businesses standing downtown, but we have employees that are standing that can come back to work. Um, so I really, I'm really looking for some, some support from, you know, the state and from that, the federal government for that. That's kind of a, a big concern of mine. Like, are we going to get that for our local businesses and local employees? Like, are we going to get support down to that level? I really hope so. Cause those are going to be the people that truly suffer people in the service yeah. industry. Yeah. Well, and you do hope that, that, that somehow the federal government and the state government sees this and is able to give you some kind of, some kind of break here or there that, 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 that is helpful. I mean, you would hope, you know, I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like. I know they have a package yeah. that they're pushing through right now that would allow for some either zero rate or um, low rate SBA loans. But like, I have an SBA loan. I know how hard it is to get a regular SBA loan. I don't know if they're going to have the same criterion for these loans, right? Are you going to have multitudes of paperwork to do? Are you going to have to uh, collateralize those loans? Like lots of businesses don't have collateralized assets. You know, they have assets that they can collateralize. They're operating on goodwill. So, you know, there's there's a lot of concerns I have in there. you know, the employee sick leave is great, the 14 days that they're giving, you know, because they'll, they'll help employers pay mm-hmm. that, which I think is fantastic. Um, I think that'll open up a lot of doors for employers that may not have that ability to do that because they're they're cash strapped, right? It is a it is a luxury to be able to do that. And, and that's kind of a shame to say, but in, 
in most industries, especially cash poor industries, it is a luxury to be able to give um, your employees that. Um, so, you know, I feel like it's a it's a decision we all have to kind of make as a as a whole, as a country, and as a community as to what our priorities are when all the dust settles. Like, how much support uh, groups are going to get. Didi Lucky of the on the All Business podcast. We are at Liberty Town in uh, in, in downtown Fredericksburg, and really talking more. I, I I look forward to the day, Didi, when I can come back and we do talk about. <laughs> You know, about pottery things, but this is, yeah, this, this really is on, on, on everybody's mind. And, and, and you really do have the outlook that I've seen from, from everybody. And, and, and several business owners over the weekend said to me, you know, that their goal, even if they had, they said, you know, even if I have to take it out of my own money, mm-hmm. I want to keep my employees. Yeah. And I, I worry about you and I worry about the employees. Well, yeah, because you work so hard to get a good team. We have an amazing team here, right? I don't want to lose any of the people that I have on staff. They're amazing. You know, we've worked hard to train them. We have personal relationships with these people. They're wonderful. And it's like, it's scary to think that they would not be able to pay their rent or have to struggle to pay their gas bill or their electric bill or buy food. Like those things are so basic that it just, it's disheartening to think that like, there could be a, a moment in this economic crisis like that this pandemic is causing where that might not be possible for some people. So I just want to, you know, that's my big concern in all of this is understanding how we all affect each other. And the faster we do so, social distancing, the faster we separate from each other and hunker down and stay home when we don't feel good, the, the shorter duration this is going to be in terms of how long we need to be locked down right so and we need to get better testing and all that kind of stuff we're waiting on all that once the better testing comes to i think everybody will feel a little bit more comfortable because we'll know right away when someone's sick and they'll be able to sequester themselves more efficiently you and i every year right inside the front door here at liberty town on on thanksgiving weekend talk about shop local Mm -hmm. and boy you sure see it now, and it's not just then. It's it's got to be every day, and maybe at the end of this, we see that you know maybe instead of doing the easy thing and in, in, in ordering online, maybe I should come downtown and and, and support local. I sure as heck hope so. I mean, you know, that's always. I feel like I'm always the uh, the Pied Piper of shop yeah. local, right? I'm always wanting everybody to come down because I think there's. There's so much value in investing in your community. For every dollar that you put into your community, what is the figure, last figure, like $53 mm-hmm. gets created essentially in economic value. So, you know, we're paying rent to a local person. We are paying, we're using a local bank. We're paying people to work here. Those people are buying their groceries in the community. They're shopping in the community, right? So anytime you are supporting a local business, you are supporting more than just that local business. You're supporting their employees. You're supporting the local uh, shop where those employees shop um you know so it's a it's a trickle down a true trickle down if you're um if you're shopping at a local business because it really does come through to all the employees and all the people you know we are local business owners by nature are not um you know super millionaires who are yeah. <laughs> using the extra money to buy a yacht in tahiti or something like we're honestly we'll invest back into our buildings or our businesses generally um but, you know, I think it's just, it's also fun. You get to know the people downtown and you get to have relationships with them. And so much of that has come out in this, um, this, for lack of a better word, like this crisis that we're in right now, right? Yeah. So many people have reached out to us and said, like, well, you're not going to let you fail. Like, you know, you guys are part of the community and that's so great to hear. Um, but it's also one of those things that you, as 
it wouldn't be happening to a Walmart, right? It's not, it happens because they have a relationship with you as a local business owner. They've come in, they've met you, they understand what you're going through and they understand your philosophy. So, you know, shopping local enriches your life in more ways than one. So really the two takeaways, or a couple of the takeaways today, the, the social distancing, which by the way, we are practicing. We are much farther apart than we usually are when we do, <laughs> when we do these. And so if the audio is not as perfectly and clean as it always is, it's because we are social distance, distancing. Yeah, I'm trying not to breathe too heavily on your microphone either. <laughs> and I will clean that afterwards. Um, is the social distancing, go through the hard stuff right now. Let's, let's, let's get this done. And then through this and afterwards, remember, and, and so, I mean, you know, even if I, I can still sign up for classes and, and even if I, I don't do it right now, um, don't forget you. Yeah, I would say the best thing to do is if you really want to support local businesses is get non-date specific uh gift certificates or gift cards Mm -hmm. right because right now like everything all the classes that we have are likely postponed for weeks and we're gonna have to sort that out and if you sign up for a class that's great but we may be communicating with you shortly to tell you that that's gonna be pushed back a week or two weeks we just don't know how long this is gonna last so we don't really have a good idea how long those are gonna there's gonna be pushed back feel free to sign up for them but just understand that those dates may not hold Um, but i think we're all understanding that at this point right we're all understanding that Dates are pretty nebulous. Yeah. Like we're nobody, nobody's calendars are accurate anymore. Um, so that you know, I think we're all in that same boat. But I'd say the gift cards are the big one. And then if you have the ability to shop online with them, like we're going to be putting up all of our shirts and totes and stickers, and we have all the stuff from the show that's going to be going up. So we we'll have tons of stuff for people to look at. And if they want to buy things and just have us hold them until everything is done, we can do that. We can package them up and hold them for them. Um, so, you know, those are good ways of doing it. If you have restaurants you really like, call them and order out and go pick it up, uh, pick it up at the curb, have them deliver it to you so that you're not coming out into public. You know, those are always good ways of, um, of uh, interacting with people and, uh, and making sure that you're supporting those businesses, even in a way that's responsible. The, the hard thing is we don't know. And that's, know. It's, it's not like a snowstorm where we say, well, it's going to warm up in two or three days and then VDOT will come by and... Mm-hmm. They'll take care of the snow. So it's, it really is. We just, we wait. Yeah, there is no set time frame to any of this. And there is, there isn't enough testing being done for us to know really like how deep this really runs within our community. You know, we've had our first death just the other day. And, and I know personally of at least one other person that is an ICU fairly locally. So it, it, it's just alarming to think of all the other people that may be affected that we just don't know about. Because uh, frankly, the biggest crazy part about this whole virus is that a lot of people don't have symptoms, yeah. right? They could be totally walking around completely normally and not have any symptoms at all and just be carriers. Yeah. And the average person who has this infects two to three people. So you think of exponentially spreading, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, that's what I want everybody to think about when they're doing this. Like, even if you don't feel sick, the, that's why the CDC and the World Health Organization have said social distancing is the way to go, right? Because you just don't know. If we had really open, easy testing, I think this would be a lot easier for us to understand who is and who isn't safe to be in public. But until that time, I think it's really a good idea, especially for those who are most vulnerable. You know, we don't want to overwhelm our healthcare system. You know, we really don't. That's the big thing. So if people want to get in touch and and from a distance, Mm -hmm. follow Liberty Town just online call. 
Yeah, they can. So we have a Facebook page that's going to be active with lots of videos and fun stuff. We're going to have a YouTube channel up um, that's going to have videos as well. We have an Instagram account. Everything is Liberty Town or Liberty Town Arts. Pretty easy to find. Um, if you just go to Facebook and type up Liberty Town Arts, we come right up. Instagram, same way. Um, you can uh, go right to our website, libertownarts.com, and everything will direct from there as well. You can email us, uh, call us on the phone, order gift certificates, we'll do whatever you want to do. Just support your local businesses, please. Exactly. And you, Didi, you are much more upbeat. I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect. And so, I mean, you, <laughs> you, I? you, yes, you, you have your, your, you have talked about just, you know, the nimbleness of, of local and, um, I'm, I'm encouraged just talking to you. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Maybe it's the amount of caffeine I've had today. <laughs> that could be. Didi, thank you so much. We'll stay in touch. Thanks, Ted. If you like listening to this podcast, please link comment and subscribe we are on itunes stitcher and google music you can also find us on channel b online b1015.com keyword podcasts if you want to talk about your business i'd like to hear from you ted at wfearadio.com ted at wfearadio.com thank you so much for listening until next time when we're all business The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the host and guests on this podcast are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting.